Welcome to Coffee with Kim, the podcast where I talk about my love of God with a good cup of coffee, but mostly my love of God and of the Word of God. And if you're joining me today, you hopefully are reading the One Day Legacy writing prompts that I have sent Um, for the month of August. We are studying the word wisdom. So we are in the book of Proverbs. Um, One Day Legacy is where we read, write, and pray the Word of God. And for August, I just really felt like um, the James 1 5 verse, if any of you lack wisdom, ask God. So I felt like at this time in our world, in what's going on everywhere in our lives, getting ready to start a new fall season, right, with school and everything else, we need wisdom. All of us need wisdom to know how to proceed, to know what to do. Um, And so we all need it and we all think we have it until we realize we don't have it because we're faced with a situation or a dilemma or a circumstance. It feels like globally we're missing a little bit of wisdom right now. So in August, we are seeking and asking for it together. So um, every time you would open your your writing prompts, you know, we're praying that word, God, if I'm lacking wisdom, I'm asking you for more wisdom. And then we're reading the whole chapter of Proverbs, and then you're writing out just a specific verse. So um, today we are on August 6th. We are at Proverbs 6. And we're writing out verses 21 to 22. But hopefully the whole way through, you've been writing out the other verses, which are, you know, powerful and um, you're gleaning some wisdom and why it's so vital. So when I, when I'm saying godly wisdom, what I feel like is where we get godly wisdom is through the word of God. And so um, the very first day was let a wise person listen and increase in learning and let a discerning person obtain guidance. And then I added the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Um, fools despise wisdom. And so we have this beautiful where we really need to be asking God for wisdom. But in order to do that, you have to be with him, right? So if you want to know about wisdom, if you want to know about a subject, you have to spend time studying the subject. You have to spend time with the person that does that, like an apprentice. If you want to know how to be a chef, you become a sous chef, right? And so if we want to know wisdom, we have to be with the person who is wisdom, and that would be Jesus. And um, it says in Proverbs 2, he stores up success for the upright, and he's a shield for those who live with integrity so that he may guide the path of justice and protect the way. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will delight you. So the only way to end up um, at the right destination is to choose the right road. And how do we do that? Through wisdom. You can walk with God or you can walk with the wicked. But if you walk with God, you walk with the righteous and and you have wisdom coming from community and not just yourself. And August 3rd, we did Proverbs 3, which was trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding because our own understanding is always just a little bit off. (laughs) So we need him. We need to look at him because he directs our paths. He makes our path straight. Then happy is the one who finds wisdom and acquires understanding. So we must learn what it looks like to learn his truth. We have to obey his truth. This, you know, knowledge puffs up, right? And so it's not enough to just learn wisdom and learn the word of God and be smart. We have to obey his wisdom. We have to obey what he says. And when we learn and obey, then there's a blessing that happens. So we can walk with him 
but we need to walk like him also. Like Jesus walked in wisdom. So how did he do that? So we're walking with Jesus, but to walk like Jesus, I have to walk in the wisdom. And where did he get his wisdom? He daily spent time with his father. Listen to the understanding, listening. So think about that as you're going through Proverbs, because it's a, it's a, dad speaking to his son. And so was not God, the father speaking to his son and speaking godly wisdom to him in each and every situation. So that's why Proverbs 4 was telling us wisdom is supreme. So get it, (laughs) get wisdom, whatever else you do, get understanding. Wisdom is the most valuable commodity. Revelation knowledge is what you need. So invest in it. So when it comes to Um, what is in my ears? What is in my heart? What am I looking at? I have to really guard my mouth and my gaze and my path because I really want to be walking in the godly wisdom, right? I want to be walking in that understanding and I want to be following him. And, you know, a lot of times we um, look to uh, men of the world or women of the world and think they're very wise, but yet at best, they just had a good course on leadership. You know, and we learn we learn wisdom and leadership really in the trenches. We learn it by following, by doing. And this is no different. We learn wisdom by learning, by doing, <laughs> by having someone else around us that can say, hey, you know what, maybe this is a better way. Um, and that's, you know, yesterday was Proverbs 5 where it says, listen and pay attention to wisdom. Listen closely so that you would obtain discretion and so that your lips would be safeguarded. Because a wise person isn't out there just spouting off everything he thinks, right? That's just a braggart. That's somebody who, you know, I don't want to be around. I want to be around a person who, like, I think a lot of times, like, I think my husband is a very, very wise person and he's not the most talkative person, but when he speaks, it usually is a profound revelation from the word of God. And and so we want to be with people like that, that are speaking wisdom and you know it because it brings revelation. It brings understanding. It brings a change in philosophy sometimes, a change of heart. So that brings us to today. Where in Proverbs 6, you know, he starts off with keep my commands and not the dad's commands. He's saying, like, keep God's commands. Like, I'm teaching you the word of God because remember then they didn't have the Bibles. They didn't have what we have today. So wisdom came by the dad speaking in the scriptures, the stories that they would have learned to the son, to the children. And he's saying, keep those, always bind them to your heart. Tie them around your neck. And when you walk here or there, they will guide you. I mean, wisdom will guide you. The commands of God will guide you. When you lie down, they will watch over you. And when you wake up, they will talk to you. The word of God in our mind and our heart is is like this guide who leads us to safe places at all times. And is that not what we need in our life today? I love how... um, This is the new living says it. My son, obey your father's commands and don't neglect your mother's teachings. Keep their words always in your heart. Tie them around your neck. Wherever you walk, their counsel will lead you. When you sleep, they will protect you. When you wake up in the morning, they will advise you. For these commands and these teachings are a lamp to light the way ahead of you. The correction of discipline is a way of life. So, I feel like in today's world, many don't want correction. They don't. They just want to do whatever they want to do. And everybody thinks they're right. And everybody thinks that they're the smartest and the best and the brightest. And that's just not so. And I think we need to slow down and take a step back and think, you know, wait a minute. 
there, the correction of discipline is the way of life. Meaning when I've made a wrong choice, the Holy Spirit can come in and say, Hey, here's what maybe you should have done, or here's what you could have said, or here's, you know, and then there's, you know, forgiveness and repentance. But when we start walking in the commands of God, walking in his teachings, he emanates wisdom. Like wisdom is formed in the in our heart, and it's it joined the Lord as the architect of creation. And so wisdom becomes um, the very presence of God guiding us. So think about when you're you're praying for wisdom, you're praying for the mind of Christ. You're praying for the word of God to be alive and active as it is in you so that when you make decisions, you're always making a godly decision. You're always making, um, I don't want to say the right choice, but a wisdom's choice, because sometimes it'll seem odd and it'll seem like that is not what I should be doing. But yet it's the very thing that God wants you to do or has you doing. So um, I'm praying for you guys as we are studying wisdom and just um, crying out to God for wisdom. Um, it's been said by one writer that God is never other than wise in anything he does. Wisdom is his essence. So we are seeking to gain true wisdom, which comes from the Lord himself. So I just want to pray, God, we praise you for your great wisdom, which fashioned the world. So teach us, God, to desire wisdom and cause us to look to you only to receive it. We thank you for your eagerness to grant us wisdom when we ask and to grant us understanding when we ask and to grant us revelation when we ask. But right now, as a nation, we are just asking for wisdom in the name of Jesus. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. And um, I'm hoping to have a special guest with me next week to discuss some things on wisdom and just on following God. So I love you. Have a blessed day. Have a wonderful weekend. And keep seeking wisdom.